With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. On the post game podcast, I'm your host June. I have to redo the last uh, episode, not episode, but I played a snippet of the Monty Williams press conference and gave my thoughts. However, part of the par- press, most of the press conference didn't play, and it does a supreme injustice if I don't just redo the whole thing. So, this is the same material. And I didn't, none of this is scripted. So I'm just going to go from the heart and, and, and from the top of my, top of my head, pause of applicable and just redo this whole thing. So I just noticed there's uh, an ongoing thing with what's going on with the Pistons and uh, me and B Foster try to uh, talk, talk this out and try to figure out what's going on with this team every day. And, um, he, B. Foster, couldn't be here for this, uh, but we will do a show and talk about it in depth and keep our fans and listeners in tune to how we feel about how the Pistons is going. But if you watch them, you, you'll see how bad it is. It's probably uh, the worst start I've ever seen in Pistons history. Uh, I mean, since I've been able to watch and I've been watching the Pistons since I was seven or eight years old and I'm an old guy. so. Uh, this is the worst I've ever seen them. Uh, I, w- I don't want to say team. I want to say start because I did believe in this team. I believe this team would be a lot better than what's shown. Uh, I believe the record would not be what it is at this time. If you'd have told me we were going to lose 10 straight before the beginning of the season, I would have said, no, that's not happening. But here we are at 23 straight and we are embarking on the NBA record uh, of of losses in a row, and that's 30, and that's not far-fetched. So I just happened to be listening and watching YouTube and came across a a Monty Monty Williams press conference. Now, this is the press conference he had after the Pistons game last week, after the Sixers game last week, pardon the pit, the Pistons played the Sixers twice back to back, one here and one in Philly. This is the press conference, uh, part of the press, press conference that uh, Monty Williams sat down and talked to reporters to after the second game in Philly. I'll play that and I'll give you my thoughts. Monty, you hold them to 26 points in the opening quarter. 
33, 30. How, how hard was it for you guys tonight? You can say it's deflating. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. Um, when you hold a team like that to 26 points, you got to capitalize and, and knock down some shots. You know, that's going to help you set your defense. Um, you know, the first half they shot 40% from the field. And I told our guy, I asked our guys, what do you think they're shooting from the field? Some of our guys thought they were shooting 60%. I was like, guys, they're shooting 40. We're turning it over. We're missing a lot of shots and we're giving up offensive rebounds. Like it, it, you can't keep talking about the same stuff over and over again, you know? So that part was um, deflating in the first half. And uh, again, you know, not being able to knock down a shot or not coming up with the ball once you do get a stop um, is something that has, has plagued us all year. What were they able to do to take Kate out of his game? They so just effectively? denied him. And I didn't think we did a good job of uh, being physical on offense and using pace to, you know, get guys off of us. You know, we got to be better at screening for a guy or uh, moving without the ball so they can't just deny us. Um, but again, when you're, you know, giving up extra possessions and allowing them to score, then you're going to play against that set defense. When we got the ball and got out in jailbreak, um, it looked pretty good for us. Tamani, I know uh, at times our questions can probably sound repetitive. No, it is what it is. It's a lot of repetitive games. At a point, when is the concern level? I know they're young, but the turnovers are just really costing them every single night. Yeah, it's it's um. It's a shame. I'll finish that for you, Monty. It's a shame. The turnovers. That's been an ongoing theme since the beginning of the season, just turning the ball over at a crazy clip. Now, what he mentioned was something. Was I found that interesting because I never played uh, high school basketball. I always played organized basketball with the uh, boys club and boys club teams and uh, a couple of AAU teams, but they brought, I, for me, if your shots are not falling and you're not winning, then you work your butt off on the defensive end and rebounding. Those are things, uh, cultures that can be bought into. And once you start playing defense and your team starts to buy into it and see what good defense does, it leads to easier bat buckets. It leads to more, uh, more competitive game. It doesn't. It allows you to stay in the game by playing great defense. So, but it doesn't matter if you're playing great defense and turning the ball over. If you're not doing anything with the offense. So, what Monty was referring to, he he mentioned that he they held Philly to forty percent shooting, but. They turned the ball over so much, they got more, they got extra opportunities. So that, that thing, that hurts. In turn, if you think about it, if you hold a team to 40% shooting and they had extra buckets because of your turnovers, if you take away those turnovers, that shooting percentage goes down. Uh, last night, Saturday night on the 17th, I mean 16th, December 16th, they faced the Bucks. The Bucks put up 146 points. I'm willing to bet a lot of those points came from turnovers. Willing to bet. I didn't even see the game. I couldn't stomach it. Uh, it's been a rough uh, three games, playing Philly back-to-back, -back, 
and then facing the Bucks. It's just like I, I just couldn't bring myself to watch it. <laughs> I'm going to get back to watching it and just paying attention to what's going on. But it's been an ongoing thing. It's been an uh, ongoing thing with the turnovers and just it just looks bad. And I think Imani is past the excuse of this is a young team um, and they'll grow out of it or uh, making that excuse that these guys will get it at some point. No, this stuff needs to stop the turnovers. If you watch, watch a Pistons game, just watch a Pistons game. It doesn't matter. Just watch. It doesn't matter when you turn it on. From the time you watch it to the end of the quarter, just pay attention to how many turnovers that happen during the game. He mentioned Ivy. He had five turnovers off the bench. Now, we're not going to sit here and point fingers at Ivy because Kay turned the ball over a lot. He's a primary ball handler on the team, and he turns the ball over a lot. And with the way this is going, a lot of people are thinking, hey, don't worry, we'll, we'll get a chance at a number one pick. I don't know anybody that's leading uh, <laughs> a leading candidate to draft that that can help. And one thing that we don't need is more youth. This team is young. What we need is veterans. And maybe you get that high pick and trade it for a couple of veteran pres uh, for a veteran presence uh, and trade the pick down and maybe get a couple of veterans in here. But this team does not need to get younger or depend on younger people to help because I think that's another part of the problem because they need someone on the court that's going to hold these youngins accountable for the carelessness with the ball. They just turn it over to, at too high of a clip just to let it ride. Monty Williams can coach from the sidelines and in practice, but on the battlefield, on that court, they need someone to say, hey, let's get it together now. You know what I'm saying? Someone that's going, you know, hold these troops accountable on the floor. So thank you all for checking me out. I'm sorry I had to do a reboot, but I wanted you guys to hear the whole press conference. You can check me and Foster out on uh, Motor City Metrics. Uh, that's the YouTube channel. And just, you know, look for Post Game Podcast. And then all streaming platforms. Type in Post Game Podcast, FFSN. You will catch us anywhere, whether it's Spotify, iHeartRadio, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Pods, all the streaming sites. So thank you for checking me out, and I appreciate your patience. I'm sorry I had to redo this again. So if you hear this, eh, it's because you, you didn't hear the press conference before, and you needed to hear the, prime, the, the press conference so you can uh, to add more context to what I'm saying. So, but I appreciate your patience. Check us out. Uh, you can also check out our Lions feed. We do a Lions show, me and Foster, and that's called Bleachers to Speakers. Same YouTube channel, Motor City Metrics on the YouTube. Check out Bleachers to Speakers. And you can also check out Bleachers to Speakers uh, on all the streaming podcasts, FFSN, Bleachers to Speakers, and you'll hear us talk Lions. <laughs>